Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. So my name's Chris Sedgwick. Uh, I played for Preston between 2004 and 2010. Uh, and I'm now currently a protection and will advisor. Yeah, so you went to Rotherham as a schoolboy, I think. Yeah, that that's right, right yeah. Um, how did that come about? Was it just purely through schools? Or? So, yeah, I kind of played for Sheffield schools yeah. and played grassroots at, um, in the Sheffield leagues and then I'd been at a few clubs on, on trial. Yeah. Um, like Sheffield United, Huddersfield, clubs like that. And then when I was 15, signed for played a couple of games for Rotherham. Yeah. Signed it there under 15s. Um had a full season under 16s, got off at a YTS, yeah. and then literally six months later, we're playing kind of first team football at, at 17, kind yeah. of came through. Quite um, Yeah, it was kind of first year at Rotherham was. We'd gone through, when I first started, it were Archie Gemmell and John McGovern, yeah. Forest Legends, who were in charge, joint managers. Uh, they got sacked. A guy called Danny Bagara came in. Um, and this were obviously my first insight into first team football yeah. and it was just chaos It was, the guy was kind of he had some success with Stockport I think later on but he had no control over lads he just did 11 side football every day bottom of league getting beat every every game um, fans were kind of going crazy you know, and then they got relegated end of the season yeah. Ronnie Moore came in club legend um, from the 80s yeah. I would, at, at that point I was seriously considering whether it were for me kind of thing at this point because yeah, it was terrible I, I hated it it <laughs> was a point where because I needed a place to make up the train every day I was getting asked to go across with a few youth team were going across and train yeah. and, and it were soul destroying I used to like kind of look across and see the youth team lads having a, a good session with uh, and then I'd get dragged into this every day uh, and I probably think if Ronnie wanted to come in at that point then it could have turned out very different for me you know he came yeah. in he took a shine to me straight away I kind of Joined in pre-season with the first team and did really well and, yeah. and played in pre-season games and like I say we're playing first team pretty much from there. But yeah, quick then. Um, yeah, so you were there for what, six, seven years. Was yeah, it? From, um, from kind of being sixteen right from school to signing for North End at I was twenty-four, I think at that point. So was it back-to-back promotions as well at Rotherham? Or was yeah, it- we, we 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 kind of flirt. First year Ronnie came in, we just missed out on the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, second year we lost on penalties in the semi-final yeah. against Leighton Orient and then third year we went up as runners-up to Swansea it were last game at season was the Swansea whoever won yeah, yeah. from the league, league two yeah. to league one league two to league one then we were favourites to go down I actually missed first four months at season I'd had a knee operation right yeah in fact I were out of contract um, and I nearly signed for Huddersfield when Steve Bruce were in charge um, and ended up failing a medical because of your knee yeah, yeah. Uh, went back signed for Rotherham and then we're out for four months um, 
Did you not have a medical at Rotherham then, or was it just no? It was just they, they, they just kind of no. Well, they they, they knew the situation. I don't think they understand. They really probably knew the severity. I, right. I probably masked it a little bit at that point because <laughs> I knew that, but they'd not offered me a contract. Really. They were waiting to see if they got promoted. Yeah, I were kind of what were I? I mean, nineteen at that time, um, and Huddersfield offered me a deal at that point, which were kind of triple me money. Yeah, they were playing in Championship at this point, uh, and under. Like legend like Steve Bruce so yeah. I was devastated when that happened but then went back signed at Rotherham and broke down within a few days pre-season missed four months and then kind of at that point the lads were flying yeah. and like they were expected to go down but they just kept winning they got that just mentality and you know that momentum from last season where they were used to winning yeah, games you see it quite a lot though don't yeah. you and um, we weren't for the money that Ronnie had spent and wages that they were paying it, it were you were playing against teams like Reading and yeah who were up there at that point who were paying big money and we just used to kind of scrap and grind games and we had some decent players at that point yeah, you know yeah. um, players like you know Alan Lee yeah Mike Pollitt who went on to Wigan Darren, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't think Darren Bradford was there Mark Robbins yeah who's um, he went on to manage Barnsley didn't Barnsley yeah. Coventry he's a Coventry at the minute so we had some good players yeah um, and yeah we kind of went up again <laughs> it was just no one could believe it yeah just one of them yeah um, so how did the league, uh, the league, the move from Rotherham to North End come about because it was Billy Davis, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Billy. I mean, we'd been in Championship at this point for three years. We were this, this was third season. I think we'd stayed up twice. Yeah, um, and we'd, we'd done really well, kind of sustain that league at, at yeah. that point when you consider his wage bill and things like that. And they were kind of chairman at Rotherham at the time. Ken Boo, they, they were having a few. He was kind of eight in his eighties, multi-millionaire, but he wanted to kind of sell up and get his money out. He was getting yeah. dogs abuse from fans for not investing in in the team. So they were kind of thinking that if he had done, we could have kicked on. Yeah. Uh, but I just signed a new a new three year deal at Rotherham, and I got pulled into the office on the Friday before we played. We were playing Watford away, yeah. and Ronnie Moore just said, "Right, we've we've had some bids for you. Um, we don't want you to go, but if you don't go, then." club could go into yeah, administration yeah so we kind of well, we've just signed a new contract I, I didn't really I weren't really pushing for a move I were happy I were playing regular yeah, championship yeah. football I were playing well um, but I probably needed to go at that time to for my career I'd, I'd been yeah. there a long time but it, it's tough when you've been at one place become a bit stagnant yeah, yeah you did I, but I was like I said there'd been interest before the club had always turned it down and they turned a bit down from West Brom the year before and I think Norwich had shown interest as well at that yeah. point um, so went played the game at Watford and I had an absolute stinker because my head just had place. gone yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they said yeah we've accepted a bit from Preston uh, you can go up and speak to him on Monday morning so I kind of drove up on Monday to uh, meet Billy and Derek Shaw yeah uh, and Dave Kelly Um Look, as I were driving up, Ronnie Moore ran me and said, we've accepted a bid from Stoke and a bid from Sheffield United too. So you can speak to them. Uh, so got up, spoke to Billy. Loved what he had to say straight yeah. away. He took me to the training ground, showed me around Springfield. Not uh, much to say. They weren't a deal to see at that <laughs> point, but introduced me to all that. They just played, I think, that. I'd, I think I'd watched them that. They played Cardiff on TV and won, I think. Billy just took over at this point, yeah. kind of. And uh, they were backing him a little bit. So, went in, 
decided like I've maybe mind I'm kind of once I met Billy that I even to with sign. the offer of yeah I just United. I kind of Tony Pulis this rang me and I, I kind of he said will you come down and speak to us yeah I said well I'm I won't phone in offices in uh, Deep Hill and I kind of said well I'm just I'm, I've not finished speaking here once I've done I'll, I'll ring you and, yeah, and let yeah. you know so Derek started messing about with negotiations he actually offered me less than I wanted Rotherham at first and I kind of well how's that going to work he's like well Rotherham are going to go down this year and your contract's got a 20% um, reduction clause in yeah. it uh, so we ended up getting to a point where and he kept trying to throw it back onto Billy at this point going well manager wants you to have this and, and Billy kept saying I just want the player to sign and like throwing <laughs> it back onto Derek so he ended up getting sorted so I rang um, I rang Tony Pulis up and just kind of said hi Tony it's uh, it's Serge I'm just ringing to let you know that I'm going to be signing for uh, Preston so I'm sorry and he just put phone down on me didn't <laughs> literally didn't say a thing put phone down <laughs> so I'm kind of doing everyone stood around you and I'm, I'm kind of like uh, yeah right by then by like trying to make out there was someone on the phone <laughs> at the other end but no yeah that was, and that was pretty much it I signed for I think I signed four and a half year three and a half or four and a half year contract I think that was yeah. the uh, and that would that would kind of start it all really mm, yeah you had Six years at North End. Yeah, yeah. From left in yeah 2010, so yeah, 20, just under six years. So under Bill, um, I know from when I've spoken to Matt before, um, he said pretty much the same as you that when he first met Billy Davis, he just didn't want to go anywhere else. Mm. Um, and obviously that was that was the same. Was that mentality sort of carried within the squad then? I think Billy had a way and he was he were intense, he were intelligent and he had a way that he wanted you to play. Yeah. Uh and he said he'd improve me up as a player, which he did. I mean yeah. and he, he got everyone wanting to run through brick walls for him. Yeah. And, yeah. and and it built a brilliant team team ethic. Do you know when I first went from Rotherham to Preston, the intensity of training was unreal. I completely different. Completely different. I, I think I pulled I'd never pulled a muscle in my life. I was never quick enough to yeah, pull a muscle yeah. in my life. But first, first like couple of weeks, I, I was getting tweaks and niggles everywhere just because I, I weren't used to. It. And, I, and yeah. I was pretty fit, you know, at this point. But I just weren't used to that intensity. Of yeah, training. just adjusting to it. And I think when about that time, there were me and Patrick Hadjiman came in the same week. Was that in the January? No, that was November. That was before transfer windows kind of came. Oh in. yeah, it was. Yeah. So that was like the November, and then slowly started adding a few more players. You yeah. know, Illy came in, and we 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 just knew which came in. Yeah. You know, and we'd already had a, they had a, a nucleus of a good team already. You know, they got Paul McKenna, yeah. Brian O'Neill, Eddie Lewis, Richard Creswell. So just with these few tweaks, we kind of we, we had a good team. You know, we, yeah. we just kind of got on a run, and, that and we was just it. kept climbing and climbing, and we ended up obviously getting in playoffs into player final. Like, yeah, well, those. Um the semi-final against Birmingham, wasn't there? That was the year B. That was that the year before? That was when... Was that when Moise? Well, that's when Kenner scored, isn't it? Was that Moise? Yeah, yeah I think that was Moise. Who the hell was Billy in? We were Derby. Oh, yeah, that was it. And then Leeds. The I remember after. the Leeds one. It was always Derby, I forget. Derby one where we, we played them at home <clears throat> and beat them, I think it was 2-0. Yeah, so we were we were scored early on, and then Lee Camp threw one in later, on and we scored a late one. Yeah, 
Yeah, and that was was it Paul Pesky Solido that was yeah. crying on TV after Raziak. Greg Wells Raziak he missed yeah. the penalty, didn't they? They had a great team at that point, Derby they spent a lot of money. Because we we got Yule from them as well, didn't we? Yeah. And yeah. did he score? Don't think he scored. No, but he had a really good game. I can't remember. I know Newt I think Newt scored. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, really scored in the first game, I can't remember who scored. Crazy Mighty scored. Uh, and then they missed a penalty, didn't they? Second, yeah. second one. So, yeah, we got, did really well. And then obviously got to the final. Uh, and then Billy started kind of tinkering with team. We he kind of left Grazer out, played yeah. Ewell right back, Claude centre half. And yeah. It was odd. Yeah, we just kind of. It was one game too many for us, it looked like. We looked shattered under. Yeah. I don't know whether that occasion got to us or, or what, but we'd, we'd beat West Ham twice that season. No, I remember. Because I remember going down. Um, my uncle met one of his mates down there, I think, who was a West Ham fan, and mm. I remember him saying, like, oh, you're going to do as you're going to do as, like, you've, you've done we, us twice this season. We all felt he, really... He was not confident at no, all. No, we all felt really confident. But do you know what? When you when you look back now, like, and we've talked about it with, with a lot of other boys, we probably... We went down to Cardiff to work. We, we probably went down about four or five days before. Yeah. You spend a lot of time laying in hotels and thinking, right, well, and we had like suits measured. And yeah. We, it, it was like a big deal for us, but West Ham just treated it as another game. Yeah, they kind of came to up. Cardiff the night before, turned up in track suits, did the job and, yeah. and went home yeah. kind of thing. And that's probably what we should have done. But yeah. we didn't. And you probably, you look back, don't you? I don't know whether Billy did it any different when he, when he got there with Derby. I'm not sure. But he, he doesn't strike me as someone that would have done for an occasion like that. Maybe, to be fair to Billy, he, he kind of, he were always, he were a big thinker about football, you know, he were intense. And when I first got there, like I say, he had a way of making you yeah. want to play football for him. Do you know, he had everybody working. If you didn't want to do it, you didn't stay around long, he got rid of you. Yeah. Um, and... Do you know, he'd have his bust up with players at times, but then, you know, you kind of kiss and make up and get on with yeah. it. Do you know, like we had, I had a couple of bust ups with him. Myself, I, I think it were Brighton away once. We we had a bit of bust up on touchline. I think he took me off and we'd had a, a few words coming off. Uh, and he kind of, I think he found me a week's wages for it, actually. <laughs> and said, if I didn't apologise, I'd never play again. So. Jesus. Yeah. I, um, yeah, when I spoke to Matt, he was saying that it was, um, at times, quite aggressive, and that there'd be a few bust ups in like the tunnel with like opposition teams, yeah. and like just because you were as a group, he was. I think he was the point he was trying to make was that you were just so together, yeah. That if anyone was coming to mess with like one of you, it was like all that. Were, he he was massive on that team spirit, so he made sure that when we scored a goal, everybody celebrated. Yeah. So he'd make sure that everyone had run up and celebrated yeah. and said. His attention to detail was unbelievable. Yeah. Him and Alan Irvine are the best coaches I've worked under because yeah. of the attention to, to detail and how they went about things. They were both unbelievable. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, I think Sean St. Ledger said the same about Alan Irvine as well. Yeah. Um, said these best coaches worked on Yeah, brilliant. And, and Alan were a bit like probably Billy, but not as intense. Intense. Yeah. You know, he, he, he probably. Well, Billy showed what he was about when he went to. Obviously, Derby and then Forest as yeah. well. Um, I don't think he didn't take Forest up, did he? They lost twice in the playoffs, no. yeah. back to back. I mean, his record in getting teams to playoffs unbelievable. is unbelievable. You yeah. know, it, it, I can't believe. Well, I can't. I can't. You know, as people 
championship managers looking to get teams out of this league why they did look past him but then yeah. they look at his track record of falling out with owners oh, etc and, and that's probably sort of what stuff. what holds him back yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's not got a job at the minute has he had no think. and you look at he's been out of it a long time now will he will he get back in you don't I, tough, I don't it? know it's a tough one to get mm-hmm. into um, so there was obviously you were there under Billy then he left to go to Derby did you lot sort of have any idea of that happening or was it, it a bit of a shock well it was just after we got to play so we started really well again that second season after we lost and we were kind of up there and we, I think we, we'd got into playoffs with we qualified for about four games left to play. Yeah, we'd had a really good kind of run that season. Had a settled team, uh, so got to about four games, and we'd qualified. So we started yeah. resting a few, you know, getting a few lads other game time. So I remember we we were coming. To, it might be Wolves at home we were playing. Uh, and he left me out. I said, "Don't worry, resting you." I played. I think I played fifty odd games this season. Like I think I finished with playing fifty two games that season. Uh, and he just said, "Gin you a rest. You played a lot of football. You'll be playing in playoffs." Yeah, don't worry about so that. So we're playing it. Get to Leeds, kind of. He usually named his team before, like in <clears> to <throat> training. Like you you're doing your shape and your set pieces. Yeah. But he kept kind of dropping players in and out, so no one really knew what were happening. So we get to hotel before Leeds. It's a, we played away that first leg and. Uh, he just kind of put team up at one and said, right, this is team, I'm not explaining it, this is what it is. And kind of, it made about three changes, I went in, and a couple of others went in, and we were like, okay then, right. Because did he drop Greza for that one? He might have done, I can't remember, he may have done, yeah. He, well, we, we went 1-0 up away, and... Yeah, because Nuge scored, didn't he? And yeah, and Eddie Lewis scored a free, Eddie Lewis? A free, free kick, kick and he'd had yeah. a, he'd had a, he had a big thing with Carlo all week about having a jump. He wanted a wall that jumped, and Carlo didn't want one. Yeah. So he changed rooms after he went berserk, and Carlo kind of again another bust up. I told you you needed a jumping wall. Jumping wall. I told you all week. And Carlo's like, I don't want a jumping wall. Like, well, that's why it's going in the top corner. So it went off, and they were nearly coming to blows. And he, he cared, you know. Yeah, he did yeah, care. He wanted, and he wanted things done right. Yeah. Um, and then we played at home. Um, he gave it the old job done, didn't he? After yeah, what, what did you lot make of that? We couldn't believe he'd said it. You're like thinking, what was this? Um, I don't think we'd lost at home that season, to be fair. So we might have thought it in house, but we yeah. would never have gone out and said, you know, we fancied his chances at home against yeah. him because we'd, we'd done well at home all season, do you know, and especially on, under lights at Deep Devil. I remember that season because. Um, I don't anymore I'm going on my own but I used to go on with like my dad my granddad mm. my uncle and Tuesday nights at home were always a game that we'd always just all of us look forward yeah. to and we went on like a, an incredible Tuesday night unbeaten run it was over like two seasons yeah. or something it, wasn't it, it? Was even like as players you'd turn up and there were no better kind of feeling deep bell under lights bit of like moisture on surface yeah. where you knew we could play at that tempo we like to play yeah. at and like we, we fancied it and then again came to name it team and he just completely changed it changed again. it he played Brett Ormer on left wing brought Marcus Stewart and Brian O'Neill back into the team who'd been injured for a month and not yeah. played a game played Big Deech up front on his own as a one which we'd not played we played 4 4 2 at home yeah. all season and won every game but like, and especially on a night game smashed teams Yeah. so uh, he left me uh, he, he left probably four or five lads out who'd been 
And whether that were him trying to outfox Leeds or, you know, yeah. I don't know, but he ended up leaving. It looked like sabotage from yeah, anyone yeah. looking. And we, we, even players were like, what's, what's he doing? What's he doing, do you know? Uh, but after, he, a lot of lads were kind of, you know, angry because we'd worked hard all season. We'd missed that year before we felt we got a great chance. Of, yeah, I think that was something that, Fans probably felt as mm. well. I know, like obviously, I was only I was a lot younger then. Um, to be honest, my first, even though I've been going on North End as long as I can remember, my first proper sort of memories of North End were under Billy Davis. Yeah. I remember the back end of the David Moyes era. Um, I remember a bit of Craig Brown, but it was all it all sort yeah. of came to the fore under under Billy Davis and I think the, the same sort of thing was like af- afterwards you were like what the hell has he done mm. that it was cra- it, it crazy it, it was like did he know we were going and it would have been too hard to yeah. leave had we got to play a final or, and gone up I'd listen only Billy will ever know answer yeah. to that but it was just disappointing that we'd, we'd worked so hard all season then playing in yeah. certain way as well uh, yeah we, we'd, 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 everyone knew the jobs Um so yeah, we're really, really disappointed. Mm. I remember just feeling after we lost in that playoff final against West Ham, you felt flat and it was like devastating. But that was because we'd lost, and mm. you know we'd, we'd well, lost and we not that one. But after that Derby one, it, uh, after the Leeds one, sorry, it was a different. It was more anger than Anything disappointment. Yeah. You know that we'd kind of we'd had a great chance and we didn't because you it. lot as players, yeah, so we can yeah. see like why that. Listen, I'm not. I'm not saying we would have won if we had he gone back no, to that normal you'd, team. Do you know, you'd but, have thought you'd have had more of a chance. Yeah, I looking at kind of what had gone on. I think Brett got injured early on as yeah, well. He, with, broke he broke his, his leg, leg which he? kind of put a damper on things. Yeah. And, and, and then the, the floodlights, floodlights went out. Went out yeah, it were. I mean, me me as a kid, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> it was a weird night, and like I say, that was, it was a disappointing night and ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of them, isn't it? Just on you go, I guess. Yeah, um, and and kind of he goes on. Billy ends up leaving it to some of us to Derby, and, and then Paul you, Simpson came in. Similar coming, yeah, and you're kind of thinking, well, you know, what's what's going to be? Did he come in from Carlisle? Was he it? He got Carlisle. I think he got back to. He got my out of conference and then out of League Two, and League Two, League into one. League One. So he'd, he'd done well. Um, what was that like with him coming in? Um, strange, because I remember Matt saying that he, because I think Matt left that season, didn't he? That was a season Hilly, or maybe the second season. I think he left under Sim Simpson anyway. Yeah, Simo um, came in and made. He didn't make a lot of friends early on. Yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt kind of alluded to that. So he, that he was as a as a guy, it was great. I, I got on all right with similar kind yeah. of thing. You were, were fine, and um, and his backroom staff he brought in Dennis Booth, one of the funniest men I've ever met in football. Yeah. Were, were, were brilliant. Loved loved spending time with him. Well, I've Billy. listened to the the one that he did with Parky and uh, Chris Brown. Yeah, and obviously the possession. Of yeah, he, he, he were brilliant and just a great guy to have around yeah. the football. Not necessarily just. For football reasons, just for just getting on with everyone, just for getting everyone in that right frame of mind yeah, to yeah. kind of play. But kind of Simil came in and it just it was completely different to Billy. Billy were intense, kind of there were rules. If you didn't if you didn't stick to Billy's rules, that were it. Yeah, things like even after a game, um, you'd be travelling back on a coach. There were no kind of crisps and chocolate allowed on bus. Um, very, he, he watched what you eat. We got weighed. 
he were obsessed with people's weight bills. Yeah. He, he got weight. Lads got weighed twice a week, and if you were every pound you were over, you got found fifty pounds. But he just he'd pluck a figure out of nowhere. So he'd look at me and go, "Right, what weight are you?" And I think I were about eighty kilos at this point. And he'd go, "Right, I want you at seventy eight. And he'd be like, "Okay, right, fair <laughs> enough." But then, like, he'd get Paul McKenna and, and knock about five kilos off him, and, yeah. and kind of. Well, I've never been that weight ever. So he's like. Kenneth's not eating on a Sunday night just to try and make fighters weight. Yeah, you know, to get yeah, in yeah. this way. Just not to get fat. And then Simo come in and he were like, lads are beating KFC on bus after a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, were, they were very strange. So he were kind of very much, listen, you know that what you should be doing. Yeah, you know what you should be doing to be a footballer. Yeah. No, I'm not here till you grow men. Do do what you need to yeah. do. Um, and to be fair, we, we started really well. well do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah we yeah, did. Yeah. Top at Christmas, I think, weren't we? It come, yeah, we were flying, it, but it was it was nucleus of Billy City. And we were yeah. still, we were kind of it were embedded in us how to play under Billy kind yeah. of thing. We wanted to go and press and, and get after where Simo were trying to get us to do sit off and let teams and then go and pinch it. And like you got players like Kenner and I think he got rid of Brian O'Neill as well. He'd been been Brian off, yeah, would be in a mainstay. Like he got rid of. I think he, he told me I could go at this point. He'd. I think I played a lot of that season kind of in central midfield uh, tucked in a little bit because he brought Simon Whaley coming and he, he, Simon were doing really well so Simon were playing on one side they were kind of me Kenner and Danny Pugh playing as a tight three in there Yeah, and it worked pretty well With to be you fair and Danny Pugh, yeah so. either side and it had worked it worked pretty well but I, I'd, I'd had a decent season um, I'd kind of it started it started off without me in team but I'd forced my way back in and yeah. we'd done well and we'd be like so we're flying we were Top of league, we looked like we were going to absolutely fly it, and yeah. then I remember. Um, oh, I can't remember what channel it was on, but they used to show the championship highlights on a Sunday morning. Um, I remember watching it with my dad the week that it was like the official cutoff point for this is Christmas, yeah. and we were top. And I remember having a conversation with my dad saying, like, you know, if we can go out in January and buy some decent players mm-hmm. and top up the squad right, got a brilliant chance yeah. and then I think he brought in Michael Ricketts on a free brought in Rico and a kid called Pavel Pergel uh, yes uh, and a, another lad called what do we call now Solly centre back uh, oh Sefo Solly yeah Sefo Solly came in brought him in on loan didn't he I think yeah from Genk or something. yeah um, but Billy Davis had done an in, in, I think David was second at the time and Billy had said oh, I've got two teams at top of uh, yeah, I remember that. Darby yeah. and, and Preston and Simo had a massive bite on that. Started changing everything round, you yeah. know. Trying to show almost like they were his team, so obviously is. Michael Ricketts came in. Uh, did, he only, did he only score like one goal that season or something? Yeah, he, he didn't. He, he, he didn't try to like, kind of came in on trial, did yeah. all right. But then it signed to the end of the season. I think they'd, they'd offer him a three year deal if he did all right. And yeah. He just didn't, didn't try a leg, do you know. Um, I think he got rid of Grezza as well. Yeah, he did. Well, that might be in his second season. But we ended up going on a, a massive kind of we blew up massive like couldn't win a yeah. game. And I think we missed out by a point on playoffs on yeah, last day of season. Seventh, then, right? Yeah, yeah. Which was unthinkable. It, it would have been a point of like, all right, if they mess promotion, they'll get in. Was playoffs. it against? Um, oh, did we play Birmingham? I think it was Birmingham. Yeah, because I was in um, my. Like my grandparents used to live in Dubai when I was younger, so I think we'd gone out there for the summer, and my dad all the time we we're out there was just 
dead confident. He was like, we'll definitely get in the playoffs. Yeah. We won't mess it up. We won't mess it up. And then I think we lost to Birmingham, missed out by yeah, a point. Missed out by a point. And we were just like, oh. It was. <laughs> and then it's actually happened. It was, it was kind of... Yeah, it was, it was bizarre, really, uh, when you look at when you're thinking how strong we were. And then again, like in, so I, I were out of contracts. I got no, I was coming to the last year of my contract. Yeah, and you have your meetings at end of the season, um, and everyone kind of goes in the season manager and he kind of said, "Oh, you've done well, but I'm not offering anyone any contracts yet." So I said, "Oh, well, that's fine." I said, "I mean, last year my contract, so just as long as you know that." Like, but I, some, I need to know sooner or later what, what I'll be doing. Yeah. So it's like, right, well, no, I'm not offering. Any. And then it, it might have been Sean Sentledge or someone else he'd offered a deal to. So we're like, well, no, that don't sound great. Well, he'd, he'd gone back on everything he said. So when, while we were on holiday, I got a phone call from. I got married that summer. Yeah. Uh, and I was in Dubai on. Honeymoon. Yeah. And I got a phone call while they were calling <coughs> Colin Calderwood, who was the forest manager at the time. Yeah. And he said, Oh, we've we've been told you can leave Preston. Uh would you come I mean Dubai, will you come and have a chat with us? And so I kind of texted my agent and said, Yeah, um yes, Simo said you can go kind of thing, you can speak to him. So I right, fair enough. So when I did, I didn't want to leave at this point. You know, I, yeah. was, I was quite happy over there. Just got married, got kids. You know, we were settled in in Manchester. Uh, so I went and spoke to spoke to him. We were kind of saying, right, yeah, they were in League One at this time. So I didn't really want to drop down at League. Yeah. But I didn't come into me last year. Someone told me I could go, and then yeah, thinking, you don't well, you know, if I'm not, if I'm not going to. Yeah, I need to think and, and do what's best. So I went and spoke to him. Kind of got on great. Um, it kind of progressed from there. We went back pre-season. It was kind of still dragging on a little bit. Yeah. And then um, my agent spoke to Derek, uh, Derek Shaw, and he said, I don't know why Paul said that. Chris is not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, and I think Forrest was saying, I think they're going to pay half a million at this point. And he was saying, well, no, he's not. We're not. It'll cost us that to replace him. Do you yeah, know he's been here? We're not selling him, so I was kind of a bit in no man's land. So went back pre-season. Yeah, that manager didn't want you, but the club don't want to let you. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. So went back pre-season. We went. I think did we go to America or we or were we that year? Before? Yeah, I think. Well, I know. I don't know if it was that year. I but. can't. Well, anyway, I went back and we'd done. A, I had a decent pre-season and played all pre-season games. Done all right, and then I think it was about two days before the start of the season. Um, he signed Darren Carter and just yeah. completely binned me and, and started cards. So I, I went in to see him after the first game of the season and I went nuts, absolutely like, berserk. Do you know, yeah. saying like, you, you've gone back on your promises, you, you've played me, you, you told me I could go then, clubs told me I can't go. I I need to know where I stand. I yeah. a new deal or you sound like it's got to be one or others. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, well, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll talk about a new contract then. It was kind of like, I'd almost strong-armed him into giving me a contract that he didn't want to give me. Yeah. Uh, and that were kind of... We didn't start great, you know. I remember him and Grezer having a massive bust-up. We lost 3-0 at home to Colchester. And him and Grezer had a massive bust-up. Um, and that went for Grezer. Then he, he kind of went to Burnley at that point. Um, yeah, I remember... I think I was out watching one of my mates play football. Uh, he was a Burnley fan at yeah. the time. And I was with his dad. And... Um, he, he got a call and he turned around to me and he was like I've oh, just signed Graham Alexander from you like, and I was like you what? 
Really? Unbelievable. We could, I no, think they only paid 200k. Yeah. Didn't they? And Grezzo were devastated. He didn't, you could see he didn't, yeah. he didn't want to. It worked out brilliant for him. And he got to play in Premier League. Oh, and yeah. he got promoted. But got he, he, he were devastated, you know, at the time that they'd like almost forced him. You know, club legend, done everything. Yeah. He had, and he kind of got forced out a little bit. Um, he'd had a big row with Adam Noland as well at this point. He'd been binned off completely. Simo had Simo had binned him yeah. off yeah um, and it just went a great there weren't a great atmosphere around players mm. you know we got some good players but they just weren't in it weren't clicking do you know yeah. no one really were, he got rid of Dennis Booth at this point brought in Rob Kelly yeah. Rob a brilliant great coach he kind of could see what were happening a little bit they were just there were too many cracks in, mm. in there for it to ever be anything and he ended up getting getting bullet when we were do you reckon it was well from that moment that Billy Davis said what he said, I think it was just slowly, slowly gone. It, there comes a point where lads were still kind of working to Billy's style of playing things, yeah, like that. and yeah. over time, unless that's worked on constantly, like we used to do, you, you fall out of it. You no know, standards yeah. slip, um, and they did. You know, Some were a good coach, had a great career. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just think sometimes he maybe struggled. With stronger characters yeah, in that yeah. dressing room, we had we did have some strong characters, you know. Um, and I think he tried to get rid of a lot of them, like Graham Alexander, Brian O'Neill, yeah, people like that, it's just you know. Fired on him. And it didn't, didn't just didn't work out, you know. Probably brought lads in who weren't as good. I mean, he signed some good players as well. Don't get me wrong. No, yeah, Sean, yeah. Sean St. Ledger come in, people like that. Yeah, he signed Liam Chilvers as well, didn't they? Chiller came in. Um, I mean, he was quite unfortunate with his injuries. Wasn't yeah, he? yeah, he, was he, he always showed a lot of promise. Yeah, what good, I remember of him. he did a good good job, Chiller, when he played. I'm trying to think who else he would have brought in. Uh, I can't really remember. I can't, can't remember what Billy brought in. I don't think he actually brought that many in. Oh, he brought Carl. Carl Oli came in. Didn't really work for Carl Striker. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. From, um, from Carlisle. Carlisle, yeah. Did all right, Carl, but it were. Oh, I remember him doing. We're scoring that hat trick in the cup against Derby. Against Derby, yeah. Fair cup, weren't it? Yeah. He, um, so I think that was nearly the end for. Billy at that point at Derby, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I remember Claude playing for Derby, and he had, he had an absolute nah. nightmare. And I was buzzing because oh bloody hell yeah, yeah. Claude played for yeah, him as Claude well, didn't played he? For, yeah. And I remember fat, every time he touched it, Derby fans were booing him. And Cla- Claude when Claude used to get a lot like they were well like not like well some of that's like him. I'd, he's probably one player who I would not ever speak to again because yeah. I just didn't get on with him at yeah, all yeah. Do you know like, I thought it, it, was comp- it was so selfish like do you know it, it, it were all for him do you yeah. know um, it just weren't for me do you know as a lad yeah, yeah. Um, decent player did a good job when he played but, but he just, just as, on a personal level as a, as a lad just did not get on with him yeah. at all even to the point where when I came back to Sheffield to sign for Wednesday he were at Sheffield United and his kid, our kids were in the same nursery and he used to stand next to him in the yard and just ignore him. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he probably felt the same way about yeah, me. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? It, we, it weren't a thing just we tried to hide. Yeah, we just didn't get on. Yeah. Just didn't Can't help it, can you? Sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's like any workplace, isn't it? There's people you don't get on yeah. with. Yeah, I know all too well about that. Um, well, we'll have a bit of a, a break and then do the last part. Yeah, that's something. Cool. Another brew. Uh, yeah.
Yeah, so Simo kind of coming towards the end. Yeah. He, um, yeah, it would. It would it turn into kind of not an happy place kind of thing. We've gone, obviously, top of league to draw, and we were just kind of, we were near bottom of league, and do you know, every week you, you're kind of thinking, right, we'll, we'll win next week, and we, we just kept with, like, losing it. Like, yeah. I remember that one, three, that one sticks in my mind, 3 nil at home to Colchester. We were terrible. And it would just look like no one knew what they were doing. Yeah. Gone from being a team. It were definitely, from my time, that was probably the worst period of yeah, ever, yeah. do you know what I mean? Because we'd always had success in, in like, my two and half years at this point. So it were, it, it were tough, kind of, kind yeah. of, as a player to get your head around. Quite often you'll hear fans say, like, oh, it's, it's not the manager, it's the players. Like, they're not playing for him. Do you reckon that is actually a thing that players will go out and. I don't think deliberately not playing. No, as, as a player, you, you always want to do the best you can. <clears throat> and sometimes, when you're playing in a team that's struggling, it's like a plague where it just yeah, spreads just through. Spreads. Where confidence goes, you know, yeah. people start blaming each other. People start hiding, not wanting ball. Yeah. What you probably will find is when you've got lads who aren't in team at this point, who probably are out of favour. Yeah. They're not really asked if you lose. They're they're probably half hoping that. You, do you know, there is a bad result and there's a change made. Yeah. If you're in team, you, you don't really want that to happen. No one wants to see anyone lose a job. But no, like yeah. I said, some, sometimes players, I've known lads who, you know, they do want that manager because they know if a new manager comes in, it might change. You yeah, know? yeah, of course. Uh, and they get, a, they get a clean slate. But yeah. it, it were a point then where something needed to happen and, and probably Simo were relieved in the end because he, he looked a broken man in the end. Like, like I say he's a good guy Simo do you know he's doing well now in England yeah um, but I think he just struggled sometimes with them bigger characters yeah it's mm. can imagine it's probably quite a handful sometimes and to be fair to North End you know and Derek in, in particular you know he, he gave he gave an up and coming coach who'd done an well an opportunity yeah. at a Championship Cup, which is nice to see. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's sometimes hard though to get that respect from Players the lads around. who were then kind of looking and saying, Well, you've been at Carlisle. I remember me, we were in America and we'd gone for 10 days. We were a long trip. Because like, we he brought, brought in Billy Jones as well, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. He, he brought in some decent ones, to be fair. Billy, Billy were great. I love playing with Billy. He's a great lad as well. Um, we were in America and I remember we'd gone for a, a drink that night we kind of ended up to we'd had a game and we said we could have a drink so we signed at the hotel bar having a drink and I remember me and Greza were sat having a chat with Simo and Greza kind of said to him so what was the secret of success at Carlisle what were, yeah. you, what were you built on and, he's, and he, he went I don't know we just and he, he didn't kind of if he turned around and go yeah you know we had this way of playing or yeah. he just kind of went well we just we just did it and I remember Greza saying to me after that He's, he's, he's no, got no idea, like, like you know, yeah. which he did have, obviously, you know, but <clears throat> he just didn't come across and he didn't get everyone on he, side. He didn't get his lads who needed to get on side early doors, like your grandma's and your Brian O'Neill's, yeah. Danny Dickey, those people. Like, he should have he should have embraced them and got them on side, you know, to get younger boys on. Yeah. But he didn't, he kind of binned them off. Made enemies Yeah, you know. And listen, Deach went on to. MLS and he's still out there now working yeah, for Toronto he's, he's a legend out there Just it worked out well for him Greza went on to you know, to Burnley and you know, got promoted to Premier League so yeah made his, life, uh, yeah. life has a funny way of kind of yeah I mean it working, all worked out well yeah. again for Greza he came yeah. back to North End yeah. scored that free kick on his last last game yeah um, what 
Was it at the end of the season that he was? No, he got up? he got binned. I think it was about about November December time. Remember the following got, season, or no, that's that's second season. It might have been a bit earlier. I remember Alan coming in just before Christmas, so it would have been about November. Yeah, time. of course, I remember. I that think because um, Alan kept us up, didn't he? Yeah, we yeah. we went on an unbelievable because we looked dead and buried at this point. Yeah. And we went on an unbelievable run. Alan came in, brought a few players in, brought... So he came in from, uh, was it Everton? Everton. Everton assistant manager, weren't he? Yeah. yeah. Because a lot of lads had not really heard him. Like, they, they knew who we were, but obviously didn't know, kind of. He, he was wanting to be a manager, so he yeah. kind of came in uh, straight away, kind of. Got us playing to a structure. It was very much black and white with him, do you know? Yeah. Like, there, were, there were standards put in place straight away were ruthless on timekeeping kind of said if you're ever late you'll not play and Jesus because it is thinking well <coughs> if I can't trust you to be on time on time where I want you I can trust you to do a job on pitch yeah fair enough and he was he were ruthless with it. I mean Parky used to drive every day from Barnsley yeah. so he were always cutting it fine well he's said top quite a few tales haven't he and it were kind of you know he used to go, he'd leave him out he'd, he'd like put him a sub and things like that he was ruthless with it, yeah. but it, it needed to be you know he, he came in and got a discipline in there got us playing to a way got everyone working hard yeah. you know showed everyone clips I remember pitches at Springers at this point where they used to flood quite a bit at this time so he took us down to a little show yeah. just before like week before Christmas something like that lads were like chewing no. that we were away so but we were training like down there all stayed away, doing video work at night you know Pitch work in the morning, just get drilling it into us. Yeah, I loved him. I thought he was. I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, I think uh, quite a few players that played under him that have done interviews elsewhere yeah. or with local press have said like he was one of the best. The Honestly, best his attention probably too much attention to detail sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, but he he worked work so he'd like he'd be at training ground at six thirty in the morning, won't leave Jesus. till seven at night. You know, and he expected his staff to work there. Do you remember? Analyst we had at the time, we'd be like, oh God, we're going to be here till 8 o'clock tonight, like doing <laughs> clips and stuff. But you'd know everything, you'd know we're in there. A wall, what kick, uh, what foot keeper kicked with. Yeah. Probably overload sometimes, but he believed that he could gear it. If he gave you all the information, then you could win perform. Yeah, it sounds a bit like, uh, um, well, maybe it's no coincidence, but it sounds a bit like what Luke said about uh, Moisey. Yeah. Um, when, when I spoke to him, he said that the playoff semi against Birmingham um, I think they got to the cup final or something a few few yeah. weeks earlier and apparently Moisey said to him like, if it goes to penalties these players will take penalties and they'll go this way and I think if I remember correctly I think Luke's went the right way for four out of five of them yeah. and when when he came on the pod he said like, you know looking back maybe I should have saved a few more but Again, he just put it down to Moise's attention yeah. to detail. So I think, obviously, with uh, Alan working with him at Everton, mm. an element of that's rubbed off on him. Yeah, clearly. definitely, definitely. And he brought some. He brought Brown and Chrissy Brown come in. Um, he brought him in pretty early on, and he he did well. I think did, did Chappie come in about that time? <clears throat> yeah, I think made a few. Brought a few lads in just to kind. He brought a few loans in as well. Just to help us out at that point, because yeah. we would. So um, did he bring Ross Wallace in on loan as well? I think that might be the second season. It brought Lee Williamson in, a yeah. midfielder. Um, and we kind of just got us believing again yeah, and, yeah. And, and playing in a way that we were used to playing, do you know? A bit similar to how it was. Yeah, yeah. Everyone knew <laughs> the jobs, everyone knew what we expected of them. 
uh, and we did we did well. We went on actual form that we showed were kind of promotion form that we yeah. needed to stay up, and we ended up staying up quite comfy in the end. And then we but we took that format into next season. Next season. And we did. We had a decent. We had a great. I think we had a great start. We won pre-season ridiculously hard. We went to Austria, and like it warned us before we came back that we're going to be tough. But yeah. I don't think anyone had, had any I idea. That no, I think be. I think Gresis will go to the same place now because I think Moisey went with Everton as well. Yeah. And it was kind of six o'clock, get up, run, and then back breakfast, little break, morning training session. So about lunch, back, have your lunch, rest, back training at five, running, and it was Jesus. just relentless for a week, do you know? But we were we were fit, do you yeah. know? We were fit. And we we started like an hour on fire. I think we won at Ipswich first day. <clears throat> uh we played really up until about October we were flying. And yeah. then we had a we had a dip. And then we came back out of it and, and yeah. um we played some good football, do you know? We had some good players, like I said, Ross came in, Sleevesy came in, Stevie Elliott, do you know? It were a completely new team basically. Yeah, cause- Stephen Elliott, I think, came in when Matt left. I think that was part, that part of the deal. Of the deal. Yeah, yeah, it would have been there. Um, yeah, there were some good players. Um, I remember... I think Ross came in on loan at first, Yeah, Ross came in on loan. The fans were just clamouring for him to sign permanently. Yeah. Um, and I think he did in the January, didn't yeah. he? Eventually. Yeah, he were, um, he were a good... Ross were brilliant. Like he, he could change a game. Do you know, we we had a lot of lads who kind of knew the jobs, but Ross had that bit of magic where yeah. he could he could put a free kick in his, top bin. Do you know? Yeah, it, it was brilliant. Do you know? And it worked pretty well because he kind of stayed out wide on that side and floated about and added donkey work on our side <laughs> up and down. And we had uh, it were it were a good blend. Do you know, we got Kenry midfield. We like to get on it. You know, yeah. we got Callum. Callum were a big player for us at this point. Callum Davidson. Yeah. Uh, Billy, obviously right back. Sean St. Ledger. I'm mean, Sean come on so much under Alan Irvine. Alan used to spend a lot of time with him. Sean yeah. worked with strikers a lot as well. Kind of Sean and videos of Rude Van Nisselroy and things. He, he, he worked with everyone. Everyone yeah, kind of. Yeah. He, he made everybody a better player at this point. What was it like when Ledge came in? Like, because obviously there's the stories doing Ledge done the rounds. He was kind of. He came in. It was like <clears> before. It was only. Kid, yeah, really, wasn't it? it was before that program had come out. That big run manager. What Do you know was. what? I don't remember that. Do not but remember that. Try and watch it on YouTube because you look at it and you think, if if it had seen, if I'd have seen that before he came in, I would have, I'd have thought this guy is a balloon. But he came in. It was just a, it was just a daft young lad, you yeah. know, and uh, completely harmless. Yeah, yeah. just, he just needed an arm around him and showing yeah. coming to a proper football environment where things he did at Peterborough wouldn't have been accepted at. North End because yeah. he had players who would have jumped on him like Callum and Paul McKenna and Gresham like oh, no, gone at this yeah. point yeah but he had like we had a we had a good kind of good, good set of pros where yeah. who, who knew what what we needed <clears throat> yeah I just heard numerous stories about him his, uh, first, his first day um, he come in and we're doing a circle this one Simo and we're doing a circle and he it away every time he had it and he was like stop do you want to go on loan son he's going steady on it's my first day <laughs> <laughs> no he was a good lad really, really, him and Nuge got on well we had, we, had, we had a really good blend of like lads who were kind of probably coming towards the prime of their careers yeah, kind yeah. of thing you know like between your 26 and 
28, 29. Yeah. And we've got some good younger players as well, like Huge and Whaley and St. Ledger. Because um, Simon Whaley was unbelievable for a time, wasn't he? He was. He could have been anything once to be yeah. that, that lad. He had. He was strong, quick, could strike it with both feet, could uh, yeah. play centre forward, could play down wide, but for one reason or another, it just, just not I think Liverpool out. were watching at one point. Could have been anything he wanted to be, um, but for one reason or another, he done. I mean, it didn't. I don't think he worked hard enough for Alan. Alan, yeah. like, give him a chance, and it, it just didn't want to do that work. And he'd yeah. come back and he'd do it a bit, and then, but ability wise, it's sad, you know, that yeah. you see talent like this. Where he, he should be now. When when you look at these players now, who are playing. He's he's what football's about now. Yeah, you know, people are quick, you know, can strike, can run. Yeah. He, he could be a multi-millionaire now if it had, if if it just kind of just knuckled down a little mm. bit and, and he got that. Um, I don't really remember where it went wrong for Alan then. Other than I think well, we, we it got, just did we, things just get a bit stagnant. Obviously, we we, we we got to playoffs, didn't we? That playoff we lost to Sheffield in playoffs. We'd, we'd yeah, that was the one. Were that, ends of season were unbelievable. We'd, we'd had a good run, then we lost at home to Blackpool, and it looked like we were out of it. Playoffs and then we won against Cardiff six 0 Yeah, and give ourselves and then Cardiff got beat six 0 again. And Lonners saved that pen, didn't Lonners saved it, and then we I think we QPR we had to beat last game and yeah. all the results went and everything kind of just fell into fell place. Into didn't place. It? it was brilliant. We, we had a, we had a great great set of lads and it were like a lot of us are still in touch now. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's kind of one of them where. You know, I, I still meet Billy's at Rotherham now. So I, I go and have a coffee with Billy occasionally. I still see a lot of the Loners, you know. Even though Chappie's in America, still kind of yeah, takes him and stuff. It's um, Mel's, me, Mel's, Brownie Parker, kind of Loners. We'll have a night out, you know. Yeah. So it, we had a good, great, a good dressing room, do you know. Yeah, it, it was yeah. like Paul McKenna, all those like that. And like I said, we got to that that semi-final in Sheffield and it, it could have gone either way do you know that home game we, we had enough chances to, <clears throat> yeah. to be going into it winning they had a good they, I mean they didn't have a great team they were very were under Kevin Blackwell and they were very direct but they had some good they got Kyle Walker Kyle Norton playing yeah. do you know at that point they got uh, Greg Alford as well was, Greg Alford who was the long throw just kept coming in yeah. do you know? they, were, they were direct you know um, and you know, if we'd have gone, if we got a couple of goals up at home, I'd have fancied us. But yeah. even in the end, we lost. I think it was one 0 They scored, weren't it? Greg Alford scored at their place. Header on it, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, and Billy missed. Billy Jones missed a chance last late on. Last few seconds. Yeah, Parky still like won't let him live it down. He always <laughs> says to me, "It's all right for you, Billy. You got to play in Premier League. You, you cost us my <laughs> chance." <laughs> so yeah, it just it just went to me. And then next season. We started off all right, you know, we, we, we were doing all right. And I think we'd not won for about six games, something like that, but we'd drawn a couple. Like, yeah, and yeah. We'd, game before we got sacked, we'd lost 1-0 to Sheffield United. Again, late on, late goal, it was like injury time. But we were still, I think we were about ninth. Yeah. We were only about six it's points outside Christmas playoffs, time. yeah. So there weren't really anyone shouting for his head at this point no. players were still very much behind him. I, I remember I was in Trafford Centre uh, it was a Wednesday after a game and Lonnie's rang me and said oh Gaffer's been sacked I went no way he went no seriously he's, he's been he's sacked he's gone and I was like wow this stinks and then obviously Fergie came in and it yeah. turned out that obviously Trevor Emmings were mates with Sir Alex, Sir Alex and, and that's where it came from which yeah. at the end of the day he puts a lot of money and it's up to him who yeah. manage it but it it left a 
sour taste. Yeah, I can imagine. In the lads, yeah, because everyone were very, very much behind him. Yeah. Was it um, was it before Fergie came in that we played Colchester in the cup? I think we beat him no, seven. No, that was. Or was it Fergie's first game? No, it were game after Alan had been sacked on Wednesday. We played him on Saturday. Rob Kelly were in charge. Ah, right. Um, I think I actually scored that game. A rare one. <laughs> um, yeah, we won seven nil. It were like. <laughs> I bet he were cursing us Alan at home that day because Parky scored as well I yeah. think, didn't he? did they get a hat-trick or something mm, I think so I think Mal's got a good for um, but yeah you know, then Fergie came in and that were kind of beginning of the end really for me at that point yeah. it was I mean I played quite a bit under Fergie but like I was saying I'd, I'd been I'd been speaking to Alan about a new contract at this point it yeah. was kind of very much in the very much in the kind of getting sorted, you know, we'd, we'd agreed everything. Yeah, just um, needed to it was just a case of getting things sorted, yeah, and getting things finalised. And then he went, everything goes on hold, obviously, at that point. Um, and then Fergie came and it was like, it just tried to change everything at once. And Darren's a, he's a, he's a good lad, Darren. He's done well in managing, and I really enjoy his sessions, training sessions, yeah. there. But I've spoken to him since, even when I went kind of. One coaching staff at Berry and he were at sorry he were at Donny at this point and we t- I talked about him then about and he, and he even admitted himself he did things wrong do you know he said I, I tried to change things too much yeah. he said I got told that I needed to get people out and I'd be backed and they didn't yeah. um, I mean it, it was it were honest with me to be yeah. fair he kind of he, he pulled me in and said listen I'd like to keep you uh, but you know I want to, I need to bring my own players in yeah because he brought in about. Was it about four or five from United? Yeah, he brought... Um, Matty James, Matty Richie Dillard. Yeah. Uh, Dillard weren't Matty, that were after me. It were kind of Danny Welbeck came in, Matty James. Oh, yeah, Danny Welbeck. Um, who else did he bring in? He brought a few in, I yeah. can't remember. But he kind of just said to me, I need to free some some wage bill up. And at this point, Mark Robbins had gone to Barnsley. Yeah. We were in championships. So he'd said to me, listen at this point and you were out of contract I don't think Alan had gone to Wednesday at this point or had he he might have but Mark had said to me right I want to take to Barnsley yeah. um, he'd made it clear I weren't going to get another contract at, at, at this point so um, I spoke to Mark Robbins he kind of said right yeah we want to take you can you get out on a free so I went to see uh manager and he said no we want 100,000 I was like well I'm going to go for free in summer, you know. Yeah. I've been here seven years. I've played 200 odd games, you yeah. know. Just a so, bit of respect. Yeah, so I ended up kind of managing to get out. And then last minute, I was driving across the barns to sign, and their chairman pulled plug on it. And I was fuming. I was fuming because of like said, all me goodbye. So I had to go back in. And I think I played another game. We played against Watford at home. And I went up for an header, and Lloyd Doyley landed on my knee. Yeah. And I thought I'd snapped it and I thought that's I was, it. That's, I'm done here so from that point I just said listen don't be there and, and it was sad really because I kind of I'd, I'd, I'd been there all that time you know been played a lot of games yeah. had a lot of success you know we'd had some good things and it was kind of I felt like I kind of shoved out a side door without yeah. having a chance to say kind of bye to fans or yeah. thanks or, and, it, and it happens in football I get that but you know it was tough and I was quite bitter for a while uh, towards Fergie for that but yeah he made some math. Like he put, he put lads in their own dressing room at one point. He'd got Richard Chaplow, Neil Collins, 
Stephen Elliott. Don't even put Parkin. No, Parkin went in there. I think Mel's might have been in there as well at one bit. And it was literally like a janitor's cupboard that they cleared out and put like some benches in and they got checked. I mean, they were training with kids. Yeah, because they used to get sent up to UCLan, didn't they? Yeah. And it was it were a joke, really. Like, And we used to train a lot of time at, do you know, um, Carrington. Yeah. Uh, and it was like... He, would try, he just tried to change too much too soon, just style of play, plays he brought in. It was wild football. Yeah. Wild football. It, it, as a fan, it just felt like it was just, well, you score two, we'll mm. score three. I yeah. just got another one, we'll, we'll score another one. It was, it was great, and like I say, it just, it didn't work for him for whatever reason, do you know, it were. I like, I think that again, Alan, a, a bit more time then. Yeah. You know, I still think we might have been in around playoffs. Well, yeah, we, you know? we weren't too. If we were outside the top ten when Alan went, it wasn't too far outside no. the top ten. No, uh, we weren't. It were it, it, like I said. I think we we're only six points off playoffs at that point. So again, and it was it was like before Christmas as well. Yeah. So yeah, you'd think maybe get to January back him and give yeah. him a bit longer. But then I suppose on the flip side of that, the club might have been thinking, well, if we can bring a new manager in, back him. Yeah. You can see where they were going with it, but yeah. it just it, it seemed if we'd have been on a bad run, then a really bad run, then you get it. But it's probably a sign at times at that point people don't get time anymore. Nah. Six games and you're gone. Yeah, <laughs> that, exactly. That's pretty much it. What was um, what was Derek like? Derek were great. I always got on on all right with Derek. It kind of got to a point where they'd handed some big contracts out, but to certain players. But at that time, probably when I know one of the contracts got handed out, it had been. They just turned a bid down for somebody, and they thought this player had got another year left. Yeah, but he didn't. He'd got he were out of contracts, so he, he had them to. He had them over a barrel. Do you know, he ended up getting a, a good deal, yeah. and they were thought they were going to sell him in summer for like a couple of million, and it never materialised. So, panic. They got like someone there on a lot of money for the next three years, and they ended up having to get players good money to sign. Do you know? You like so Ross and yeah. like, they were international players, you know. Yeah. So to get him to sign, you've got to, you've got to pay him good money. You've you got know? To, it reflects, doesn't it? Yeah, you, know, you sign that quality of player. And... But now I always got on Derek for me. He always backed his managers, you know. Billy, he backed him when he brought in and, and, and rebuilt that side. Yeah, you know Billy. It, Billy used to kind of have us flying to games. You know, he'd be chartering planes. Yeah, I remember and... Matt saying about um, was it Southampton? He said he fell asleep on the plane. And it had been redirected back to yeah, Manchester. Yeah, that were with Alan. Ryan, we, they couldn't land because of fog. Yeah, and he woke up and one of our lads was like, oh, we're landing back in Manchester. <laughs> they were ridiculous. Like, we had to get a coat. We thought we were going to be down there for seven. We ended up getting down there at like one in the morning. We ended up winning it next day, though. Yeah, I think one we nil. won 1-0. One 1-0, one yeah. yeah. I think Lewis Neal scored, actually. Lewis Neal. Mm. What the hell? Yeah, he's out in Orlando now, coaching. Is he? Mm. Good little player, Lewis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Left-footed, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah, I remember. So how did how did it come about that you obviously eventually left? And so it kind of just got to a point where obviously that kind of fell down. That move to Barnes had fell down. It, it Alan had then got a job at Wednesday. Yeah. Um. I, they told me Fergie told me he wanted to rebuild his own team. Yeah. Our contract and just kind of happened. You know, yeah. I spoke to to Alan, Wednesday were in in championship at this point, and I actually. I had, a few, I had an offer from Brighton and an offer from Wednesday and I'd spoke to D-Chat or Toronto yeah, about maybe looking at going out there. But obviously I'd, I'd been a Wednesday fan kind of growing up. I, I 
I actually turned down a better contract in Brighton to sign for wet they offered me three years and pretty much similar money I were on at North End yeah. probably a bit it might even be a bit more and then Wednesday <coughs> offered me two years on less money but it was just a, I, I re, I'd have regretted it forever if yeah. I not took it so uh, ended up going there and it just it just didn't work do you know for Alan it were started off really well because um, it turned quite quickly in the end didn't it I think yeah from what I remember it, it, well, we'd started really well like we'd won first five six games yeah. like smash teams and then it just it seemed to like we'd got a lot of good players on paper but we were all probably kind of wrong side oh, of the yeah like we were because Mel's went as well didn't yeah it? Mel's, Mel's there were me kind of Gary Teal, uh, Clint, it was a completely new side, you yeah. know, Clint Morrison, um, who else came in? There were Tommy Miller, who were already there. She was a bit, wasn't he? Yeah, Tommy, great good player. But we were probably, we didn't have enough legs and energy yeah, to. Yeah. It's all right having all these lads who were over 30. Plenty of experience, but. If you've got like a couple and then you've got them legs, but we didn't have it, you know. And pitch was massive at Hillsborough, and it, it got, we, we were just getting over runoff teams, yeah. you know. And like I said, we started well. Uh, but it just it turned quickly and fans are very demanding at Hillsborough yeah, and it's yeah. kind of you know this 25,000 room and when things yeah. aren't going well it, it's a tough place to play it yeah. can be tough do you know and they turned on Alan pretty quickly and to be fair to Mandridge he stuck with him for quite a while stuck with him and stuck with him he, he wanted him to turn it around but he just couldn't just couldn't get it going I yeah. felt and I felt really sorry for him because he, he kind of like I say I've got so much respect for Alan he's a great coach and a good man uh, and he didn't probably deserve some of the stick he got. It were pl- players let him down. You yeah, know, we let him down as players. We know that. Um, and then kind of Gary Megson came after that. Yeah, well, obviously for you personally, it was you must have been buzzing. Oh, buzzing to kind of sign there. Yeah, it would. It would. It would go. Childhood dream. Yeah, it, it, it probably didn't didn't really happen for me as much as I'd, I wanted to. It, in an ideal world, I would have loved to have played there when I were in my prime. Do you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, but I would. I would I probably signed there two years too late. You know. Did you ever have an opportunity to go there earlier on, or that you know of? When I were at Wednesday, uh, sorry, when I were at Rotherham, there were a few sniffs. But at that time, Wednesday were League One, and we were in Championship at Rotherham, so yeah. it were kind of, it, it were probably not I, worth. I, at that point in my career. I wanted to drop down to League yeah. One. So it, listen, I've got a promotion medal from playing for my boy club I've scored at Hillsborough uh, and they're things that no one can ever no, yeah, memories exactly. that no one will ever take away from me do you yeah. know what I mean it, it, it didn't happen for me like I wanted it to uh, but you know it's it was still a great experience yeah. you know and, and seeing them scenes when we got promoted against Wickham there were 40,000 fans in going berserk they were, and they were brilliant you know yeah. and then when we got promoted kind of on town all steps and looking at it, it was just great scenes yeah like, never forget it. forever yeah so it was when you're at North End. It was like the the one that came in. It was just an absolute joker. Just like the life of the changing room. And, <laughs> was, it, was there a few? Was we that? had a few to be fair. Kind of depending what era you were in, kind of thing. Yeah. Do you know? Well, obviously, because you were there. For, I was there for like a kind of so that that first era when we were first kind of. Are there, do you know, Ken is always Paul McKenna. Always one of the funny ones. You know, it's funny because get, you look at him from like the. the the image that he gives off, yeah. and you, you you wouldn't think of it. Oh, it, it, dead dry sense, way. dead dry sense of humour. But um, training wise, he wouldn't. Nail, if you, if you weren't running about, he'd nail you. Yeah. Do you know, he didn't want to be on his team. Then, uh, uh, well, obviously, Park, you were yeah, a funny yeah. lad. Do you know, um, Richard Chapel were funny. Uh, me and Park used to have pretty much have it on lockdown at this point, where we we kind of 
Well, you wrestle and all can that sort of we, stuff. Yeah, we, we pretty much ran that dressing room at this point when me and Parky were in. Uh, but there were some some good characters. Chrissy Brown, funny lad. Brett Ormrod, yeah. funny lad. They were all funny in the different... Different ways. Different ways, yeah. yeah do you know, where... Illy could be funny at times, you know. Um, you've got a good set, a great set. Like, like I said, from all my time there, they, they just Claude who I'd yeah. look around and said, you were one kid I didn't get on with. Yeah, which is pretty good. Yeah, only one. yeah. Um, who was the worst trainer then? Was there someone that you just knew going into training, you'd just be like, he's just not going to be arsed? Or... Oh, Parky. Yeah. By a mile, Parky, <laughs> yeah. He'd, he used to say, I used to say to him, you better not be on my team today. And he'd be like, oh, don't shout at me if I am. <laughs> yeah, not just he just listen. He did it in games when and like he, when he trained, he trained. But sometimes he'd like you could see he just didn't want him on your team. Yeah. You know, you just looking at him, he it probably got late to training and he'd he looked like a bag of crap. That you know, he turned everything like, no, I don't want you, don't want you on my team. <laughs> um, and obviously, on the flip side to that, it was someone that would just set the standard. Or was there again? Was there a few? Few Graham Alexander, um, Callum Davidson, Paul McKenna, they complete, Grezzer especially completely changed the way that I, I'd come from Rotherham and he completely changed the way that I looked at football. Being a professional footballer, yeah. do you know, I thought I were professional before I kind of saw Grezzer and he would just clean his own boots still, do you know, won't yeah. let anyone touch his boots, um, stayed behind after practicing things, do you know, he would. Not an ounce of fat on him. Looked yeah. after himself, you know, and that's why he played until he was four years old. Because yeah. um, he were a model pro. I remember doing bleep test with him once. At, he was coming. When were it? When Simo went manager? So it had been thirty. Well, it had been thirty-five, thirty-six, probably this time thirty-seven. Yeah. And it got to end, and there were me, Grezzer and Danny Pugh left in, and we were kind of cruising, doing it. We were, we were going on, and it got to a point where you know you wait for someone to drop out, and then, like I'm, I'm looking at Grezzer and going. How many are you doing? He kept saying, one more than you. I think, oh my God. So we ended up actually running this tape out, us three, because we, we just didn't, finished didn't it. Do you know, no one had dropped. Yeah. And that, that was his mentality. We were like, just great, great pro. Do you know, we used to argue so much on pitch. Yeah. Like, we'd, we'd, we'd be amming each you other. you played in front of him. Yeah. You? I still to this day tell him he played till they were 40 because I did all his running. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he went, so much respect for him as a as a player, and, and like I say, he opened my Same with Callum; they, they did everything. And Callum were unlucky with injuries, but you know people are lucky and say we're injury prone. But that weren't too. It was just it was that committed to things and well yeah. trained, and it, they were just top top professionals. Cool. Um, well, I think we'll call that a podcast. Okay, okay. Um, be nice be, having to re- reminisce about them times. Yeah, be a good one. I've enjoyed it, definitely. So, thanks for having me. No worries. Thanks a lot, Pam. Enjoyed it. it. No worries.